We meditate upon another section from John's Gospel, John chapter 18, just five verses. The high priest questioned Jesus about his disciples and his teaching. I have spoken openly to the world, Jesus replied. I always taught in synagogues or at the temple where all the Jews come together. I said nothing in secret. Why question me? Ask those who heard me. Surely they know what I said. When Jesus said this, one of the officials nearby slapped him in the face. Is this the way you answer the high priest? He demanded. If I said something wrong, Jesus replied, testify as to what is wrong. But if I spoke the truth, why did you strike me? And there is no good answer to that question of the passion. Why did you strike me? When that thug of a high priestly official just slapped Jesus in the face for no reason and then was asked why he did it, he gave no answer because there is no good answer. What could he say, really? Jesus of Nazareth, on this cold night, you spoke the truth into my cold heart and I acted violently, and so I hit you. Jesus of Nazareth, whether it is right or not, we in this room need to control you. And when you said that, when you answered the high priest's question with a question of your own, I thought we were losing control, and so I hit you. Jesus of Nazareth, every one of my superiors has always said this about you. I need to hate you. So I hit you. And all of those answers to Jesus' question, why did you strike me, would have been explanations, but not excuses, that's for sure. They may have been truthful, but they certainly would have exposed a wickedness on the part of that man. You see, that man, that night, back then, had no good answer to Jesus' question, why did you strike me? And neither does this man on this night, and neither do you. Tonight, I think, is a night for us all to think about what we would answer Jesus to his question, why did you strike me? If he speaks the truth, why do we strike him? Does not Jesus speak the truth when he says, do not worry, do not worry about your life, who of us by worrying has added even an hour to their life? And if that's the truth, why do we slap him in the face by doing more worrying than praying? In fact, worrying so much that our worry turns into a prayer, a prayer to a God who cannot hear us and cannot do anything for us. 
Jesus speaks the truth when he says, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. He speaks the truth when he says, do not swear for any reason, but let your yes be yes and your no, no. Jesus speaks the truth when he says, whoever looks at a woman or a man lustfully has already committed adultery in their heart. And if he speaks the truth, why do we strike him? By making people who just disagree with us our enemies and deleting them from our prayers. By punctuating our language with all kinds of curse and swear words to give them power, we think, but really it's just to vent our anger. By defining adultery in our own mind with this disclaimer, it doesn't hurt to look. Why do you strike me? That question is still hanging out there and there is no good answer to Jesus. And when you can't give a good answer to Jesus, it's hard to even look him in the eye. And so our eyes fall to the floor and then our knees hit the floor and then we just pour out our heart, confessing all of the times that we met his truth speaking into our life with our own slaps in the face. And all of the times that we, we resented his control in our life so much as if giving control to Jesus in our life is a bad thing? Why did you strike me? Perhaps the only way that we can answer that question is to tearfully ask a question of our own. Jesus, why did you take it? Why indeed? For the all-powerful Son of God, the one who just moments earlier had shown those officials and that whole detachment of soldiers that he could just put them on their back whenever he wanted. For that God-man, Jesus Christ, to willingly suffer for a room full, no, a, a world full of sinners. Well, it is a conduct that just surpasses every ounce of understanding that we have. And so we ask, why? Why did you do it? And Jesus says, why did I take it? Because that's what it took. That's what it took to take away every one of your slaps against me. That's what it took to take away every affront, every offense to the holy God. Why did I take it? Because that is my mission, Jesus says to us to make you right with a holy God. And that is a mission that I would never be deterred from by some cowardly bully or a detachment of soldiers or a whole world full of sinners 
or the forces of hell, I would not be deterred from my mission to save you. It's a mission that meant taking the way of the cross that I did not deserve, Jesus says, and lost my life on the cross in a way that I did not deserve. It's a mission that meant taking every one of your sins and my sins upon himself because he loves us. And at the end of the day, there is no more glorious, no more accurate answer to our question, Jesus, why did you take it than this? Because I love you. And there's something else here tonight. When you know and feel and take to heart that kind of love, I mean, that kind of forgiving love, doesn't it just give you a strength? And I mean the strength that we need to do something that is very rare in this world, to speak the truth and not toxicity, to speak the truth when we are sinned against, to speak the truth when we are hurt, to provide light in the darkness instead of just blowing heat, to never compromise on God's truth while never compromising on God's love, to forgive because we have been forgiven by a Savior who followed, why do you strike me? with Father, forgive them. The scripture says, he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him. And by his wounds, yes, that wound on his mouth that night, we are healed. Amen.